0: What is up all my party people? To my beautiful people out there on YouTube, hey girl, hi. To the amazing people out here listening to the podcast, welcome. You know I'm your favorite cousin. I know I'm your favorite. You don't have to tell anybody. I would say give yourself a round of applause, but the claws are gone. (laughs) But hey, you guys, and welcome to the Ask Your Cousin podcast. Now, let me go ahead and get the preliminaries away, out the way. Y'all gonna be like, bitch, where the fuck you been? um struggling okay if I could be also honest with myself and and also honest with you guys because you know I believe in full transparency your girl has been going through the motions and realistically I have been just existing in life and it took me today from a very wise man my boss to tell me that Sometimes when you get too far away from God, that's exactly where you find faith. And I realize that now. But nonetheless, I told myself today, don't think about what you feel like you need to do. What do you want to do? And after I picked myself up off the floor and brought myself home from work and decided to take a meal today, I said, you know what? I want to record a podcast episode as vulnerable as I may be. I said, that's what I want to do. And I also feel horrible because our beautiful cousin here, we're going to call her Cece, sent us in a entry, um, honestly, at the beginning of this month. And I feel horrible that I haven't gotten to you sooner, sweetheart. So let's jump right into it, shall we? Let's go. So this is from our beautiful cousin Cece. She says, hey, cousin, my name is, we're going to say Cece. I want to start off by saying how much I adore you and love your show. Oh, I'm sorry. Love your soul. Thank you, Sweet Pea. I started watching you over a year ago on TikTok and have been following you ever since. Girl, she's a loyal cousin. Thank you, Bookie. I listen to your podcast daily and you've helped me through so much. So I thought I needed to send an email on my current relationship for advice. Well, hey, honey, you came to the right place. Let's work this out. And so it begins. So I'll start from the beginning. I met my current boyfriend, who was also the father of our nine-year-old when we were both 14. Wow long history okay he instantly became my best friend and talked daily he was there for me when i went through an abusive relationship damn fast forward we started seeing each other back in 2011 we had our daughter in 2013 when i tell you this man put me through hell and he put me through hell and back she got that in capitalized okay he cheated on me and had two Bitch, what? Hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me let me keep reading. He cheated on me and had two kids outside of our relationship. Lies after lies, women after women. So I said enough is enough, and I left him. I became depressed and mentally unstable. Girl, I've been there for sure, for sure. I couldn't do it anymore. I had my child to think about. Girl, I'm so proud of you in the midst of that darkness. You saw that. When I left him, I wouldn't date. I felt like no man was good enough for me or good enough to be in my daughter's life. He tried to get back with me throughout the time and me leaving him. One thing that always stuck with me was this one female who he met in 2017. They were just friends and clearly it became more. He would try and get with me but then I would have his family members tell me about this girl who claims they are together and would make it known. However, that was not the case. So now let's fast forward. Last year, something very traumatic happened to our daughter and my family. We all split ways. Oh God! I hope it's not what I think it is because that will make you kill the motherfucker, like for real. Um, split ways. I had no one uh, but hit but this man. I became very vulnerable and agreed on a pop on a poly relationship with him and that female who claimed they were together. Which she finally admitted she lied the whole time about that. God, she had to put that in quotations. Girl, mm mm-mm. So anyways, I met this girl. We talked about and decided to date as three. I made it very clear I could not do a separate relationship. So we all dated for three months. Let's just call him T and her S. T was the man I dreamed of. He was so amazing to me. I was in love s i was still getting to know her and whatnot me i can read people so i knew within the month the type of person she was she has a 14 year old daughter who calls t dad myself my child and his three boys were not okay with that oh that is kind of rough i ain't gonna lie because y'all ain't even been talking that long that's i mean mm, okay she would create arguments i'm sorry s would create arguments lie to me would try and get T against me just reminded me of a female version of him. Oh, God damn. I said no more. I wasn't doing it and I left her. So now it's been separate. I haven't been okay and it's getting worse. I lost my house and had no choice but to move in with T with our child. He started acting differently with me because he had to lie to S about living, about her living there. I told him I'm supposed to be your wife. We talked about getting married and having our child. Why would that make you want to treat me differently? Because he was... Okay, basically, he was lying to her. He would tell me if he has to deal with her because of me, he will start to resent me. I would express how that shit would make me feel and now start to resent me. I would express how that... Okay, yeah. um, I'm sorry, y'all. I got tripped up. I would express how that shit made me feel and I felt like he would dismiss... Dismiss it. So I would, I would just, I said, so wait, I'm sorry. So I just stopped and tried to be okay. Anytime I would need a reassurance, he'd tell me, you ain't got nothing to worry about. It's not the same. Child. And I was supposed to feel secure. The other day I went in his phone and saw their messages back and forth. And my gut feeling of not feeling secure is right. I brought it up to him, the way he talks about her, about how he doesn't say those things, certain things to me, and me needing reassurance always turns into an argument. Girl, tell him to be fucking for real. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Always turns into an argument. He doesn't reassure me. The last few days, I know he, he can feel that I'm hurting and has not done anything to make it right. And instead of doing that, he's going by her for the night. I don't know how to leave. I'm feeling stuck because he has full custody of his oldest and I feel I need to be there for him. At least I'm so lost. I'm going crazy. Um, am I wrong? S is not my type of woman. She's not intelligent. She's trashy. I need advice. I need help. Thank you for reading my love. I appreciate you. Love C. Well, CC. All right. There is a lot of things to honestly unpack in this story as a whole and CC baby girl I want you to know that I love you from the depths of my heart and thank you for taking the time out to sending this message out to us and you know sharing your side of the situation and kind of shining a light on what you're going through I really want people to understand this right I created this platform on TikTok and then created this platform on podcasting because I wanted people to have a vessel that, that they feel they could be freely open into and be able to share their gripes and their stories. Because it's easier to tell a stranger sometimes than the people that need to hear it. That's a word. And in the real reality of what she's dealing with in her life, it sounds like all of it is boiling down to inadequacies, sometimes within your own self. And a lot of times because you feel inadequate in some natures of things, you will allow yourself to go through things that nobody in their right mind would rightfully go through. This man had outside children on you. That's that's number one. He is cheating. No, you know what? Let's not even go there first. Let's go to the fact that he had cheated first because you got to cheat in order to make outside kids. Let's go there first, right? So... That's the part that is the most puzzling thing to me is the fact of the matter is that he, number one, cheated. Number two, didn't even use protection. And number three, produced a child from these circumstances. Three things, one incident. Or I'm sorry, in his case, multiple instances. And I just find it so perplexing that somebody that can claim to love you, claim to care for you, helped you bring a child in this world you were the mother the original mother of their their child their first one right because your child is nine and the fact of the matter is this person didn't think enough of you to even wrap up hell damn the wrap up to even think enough of you to let you know that there was something that was missing for them in order to for them to think that they had to do this is baffling to me and There's no justifying it on any levels of means, whether it's struggle, uh, financial hardships, whatever it is that you are going through, there is no justification for you to have to go through that. And I want you to know, and I hope you realize how special and how much your worth is, that you are worth more than half-ass behavior, because that's what it is. And in the reality of it is, sometimes the half-assness starts with us. Because we half-ass care enough of ourselves to allow ourselves to be in situations with people that are going to half-ass care about us. And as hard as that is to hear sometimes, I just had to come to Jesus meeting in my own bathroom before I recorded all this. So I had to literally apologize to myself about everything that I chose to do to myself without even giving myself a second thought. Because here's the thing. I want people to understand this because the story of the starting of her subject matter says poly relationship gone bad. Honey, it's not a poly relationship gone bad. It's just a relationship that should have never happened. And I want you to understand, I have nothing against anybody that are in the poly lifestyle. I have a very close friend of mine. That's poly. Um, I have multiple friends that are, you know, embarked on poly relationships, not because of the, the gimmick, that people try to put behind poly where they're trying to basically have justification for seeing other people. That's what some people do. There's other people that are really a part of this lifestyle and they understand what all entangles in being poly, right? You started being in a poly relationship on a foundation that was already cracked. Anyway, the relationship wasn't stable enough in order for poly to even be a thought Let's put that there. That's number one. Okay. Let's put it all out there on the table. If you try to build upon, like, that's just like common sense, really. Not saying you didn't have common sense. That's what I'm saying. Let's just paint the picture, right? So in order to have a sturdy and stable home, you have to have a good foundation, right? You hear this all the time. And this analogy is used because this analogy makes sense. In order to have something stable, you must first give it something stable to stand on. Your poly relationship was never going to work Because you didn't have a solid foundation In your own relationship You honestly And let's keep it a thousand For the guy is T and the girl is S right? For the relationship you and T had You settled for T You settled for him Because that was familiarity And it happens to all of us I went back and forth with a man Off and on for 10 years Because he was something familiar When I got out of that, that nuance of being with something familiar, I realized that I was using him as a safety net because I knew his behaviors. I knew his habits. I knew when he was lying. I knew when he was telling the truth. I knew when he really wasn't going to do something and when he really would. And because of those things, I allowed myself to suffer and lose so much time that I honestly cannot get back, might I add. And be in something that was not even giving half of what I was giving. You know what I'm saying? And that's the real reality to this. You were in something just existing in it. You weren't even living in it. You were just existing in it. Because when you are in a relationship that is not feeding back into your soul, not feeding back into your spirit, and not bringing you actual peace, more chaos than it. Because this, this whole email was cha- chaotic as hell. Okay, it's not even about the typing because I could tell as you were typing, the more you typed, the more I could tell you felt played in the situation because you're like, how the fuck did I even get here? How did I even get to this point to even have to type this up and this be a factor of my life? How did I get here? And first and foremost, CC, so I salute you because at the end of the day, you took the first step. You admitted that you don't even you need help. And that's something that is really hard for a lot of people to do, is openly admit that they need help and to be aware that the situation is horrendous as it is. Because, I mean, think about it. She lost her home. She had to move in with this guy that is not even of stable mind himself because, hell, he don't look like he know what he want. From from everything that I've read with T and everything else, he really want to be with the other chick because the other chick, S, is more like him. And he's tolerating being with you because you're nothing like him. And so a lot of times, the girl that he's with, there was a reminder of who he is, but he stays with you in order to know what he needs to have. And that's the, ooh, the depths. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me run that by you guys one more time to hear what I just said. He continues to deal with Cece, right, because she's nothing like what he is. So he has a reminder of what he's supposed to have and then he's dealing with S because he finds familiarity in that because it's everything like him. Ooh, ooh. I don't really think y'all heard me when I said what I said, right? And that goes into, a lot of times, as Jada Pinker would say, an entanglement. A lot of times people end up in entanglements because of the fact, like I say again, the benefits of the situation as a whole. For example, T is just basically shelter. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it all the way. 1000 Andre if you you know nasty three stacks, but he's shelter. He's shelter and he is the father of her child. That is it. He is not peace. He is not solidarity. He is not, you know, anything. Now I get it. You know, there was parts of glimmer that that was painted into the picture that she did say that he was everything that she asked for and everything else. If he was everything you would ask for, you wouldn't even have S in the picture. Let's be honest. And at the end of the day, I'm not saying that you chose to be in a poly relationship because you're not a poly person. No, I feel like you chose to accommodate somebody for the love that you have for them and forsake yourself. And as hard as that may be to hear right now, see, when you hear this, I want you to know that it's coming from a place of love because it's coming from familiar territories for me. I've been there. I've done that. I've got the t shirt. I rode the ride more than once than I care to, and I even got a keychain. So, with that being said, more than anything else, you got to wake up and you got to realize this ain't it. And when you realize that this ain't it, you will care for yourself in a different capacity, especially because you got a kid involved, and then your little girl is a girl. She's nine. She is more than aware that there's some bullshit in the mist. Okay? She ain't Scooby-Doo. She ain't going, no, she knows what the hell is going on. Kids are more aware than we give them credit. We will sit up there and think that we're sheltering our children from our bullshit. They can smell our BS before we do. And that is the real reality. If nothing else, you and your daughter both deserve stability, you deserve peace, and you deserve happiness not happiness that is circumventive where it's, it's only, it's fleeting, you know, like where, okay, you might've had a good day today, right? Y'all are, y'all didn't, you know, argue today. You didn't have to bring that shit up today, you know? And then tomorrow it's back chaotic. And in situations like that, you find less good days and more bad because the good days are fleeting. There's a portion of you and a portion of him that remember those good times. And those are back when y'all were younger and the shit made sense. And you guys only argued about stupid shit. And now you're in a different stage of life and you're older and you're realizing the arguments you have are detrimental and they are life changing because it affects you and also your child. And that is where your mind has to be at. You do have to think about yourself because ultimately thinking about yourself creates a bigger platform for your daughter. And a bigger opportunity for her to see her mother in a healthy relationship. And what I mean by that is a healthy relationship with yourself. Sometimes you will put up with stuff that you should never have to put up with. Because you don't know what you really deserve. Because you don't have that relationship with self. To realize that self deserves more than what I just put myself through. And that is the realization that really hit home. Because that realization came to me today. And I had to go in the mirror and I want anybody that's listening to this right now, try this. And I'm telling you, you're going to break down in like less than five seconds. Look yourself in the mirror, right? I'm talking about take a good CC. If you're hearing me This do this as well. Take a good look in the mirror. I don't care if you got makeup on, lashes. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're a guy, whatever. Go look in the mirror and look at yourself and take a good deep look and tell me you don't break down and cry because you finally are taking a chance to see yourself. I just had to do that exercise today. I literally came home from work after my boss sent me home, knowing that I was not in a good mental space to be there. I came home, makeup had ran down my face, you know, tears sustained stained my cheeks. And I looked in that mirror, and I started to tell myself sorry for everything that I did to myself, so that way I could forgive me and I could get that weight off my chest and move forward into becoming an even better version of myself because I've allowed myself to be lackluster in these last couple of months really honestly this probably most of this year I had the goal board done all the dreams and aspirations but the problem was I allowed those dreams to only be thoughts and didn't think that they could be reality that was my problem I didn't have enough faith in myself, and I didn't have enough faith in my God that I serve. That is—that's honestly the truth. And I and you and you know, in in real things, some people can preach all day, but then sometimes they don't even realize they don't stand behind what they're preaching. They mean that for everybody else but them. And I was one of those people. I I preached out about better days to come, fighting your battles, winning your battles, and realizing that the bigger war will be done. And. I could sit out there and I could spew all this positivity, but I couldn't believe it for myself. I could believe it and see that it was possible for everybody else but me. And that is exactly the situation Cece got. Honey, you feel like that T is the best man you could probably ever have because that's the only man that you honestly have ever known. Y'all have been back and forth with each other off and on for years. You don't know what you probably do like And don't like anymore Because you've been either focused on that relationship Or also focused on your child To where you became the afterthought And that's when you have to stop Look at yourself Like I just said the exercise to do And let yourself know That you're not okay In the situation that you're in The situation that you are existing in Serves you no good and that's when you have to throw it away, even if it means being a little uncomfortable. And sometimes you have to be. That is the the scariest part about it, right? Because even that toxic relationship you're in, there's a safety net under it because it's familiar. And that's the thing that is so scary about leaving a relationship that you know damn good and well. You ain't got nothing. She knows. She said that towards the end. How does she wear it? home? Let me see here. I mean, let's let's go back and let's refer back to it, right? let's go let's go back to it. She says, let's see here, I'm feeling stuck because he has full custody of his oldest and I feel I need to be there for him at least. You are still literally in a toxic ass situation and you're still thinking about him. Literally, this man that has cheated on you, lied to you, bared other children outside of you and in, in the midst of your relationship, And not only not lie just to you, but lie to your kid. Because at the end of the day, ultimately, that decision for him to say that I'm going to be with you, we're going to be together, we're going to do this, that is also a promise that he makes to his kid. That, hey, me and mommy are going to do this because we love each other. And because of the way we love each other, we made you. And I'm not trying to sound cliche. I'm not trying to sound like a Hallmark card, but it's the truth. And the fact of the matter is, she said, I'm lost. I'm going crazy and basically asked, am I wrong? And I, I really want you to know that you answered your own question in all of this that you typed out. When you go back and I tell people all the time and I really had to learn this myself, write it down. Write it down what you feel and go back and read it. And then it'll be an eye opener Because in the midst of the moment, when you're writing all that that you're going through and everything that you feel down, you're just putting it all on paper. You're putting it all out there. But then the minute that you go back and you read it and you really realize what's going on, your whole eye is completely open. And that is a word in itself. So with that being said, you guys, that is what I got for you today. Okay? I ain't gonna long drawing out. I know I've been gone. I know I've been away. But keep in mind, you know you can still find your favorite cousin on TikTok, of course, Lady Painted Ninety. If you wanna just just in case you wanna message me on the gram, it's Lady underscore M U A. And of course on YouTube it's still Lady Painted 90. So of course I'm gonna be wishing you fair dreams, many well wishes, and many more things, good things to come. Bye you guys.